Hi, hi, Sarah here. Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. Today, I want to talk to you kind of briefly about essentially you always being right. And what I mean by this is, of course, not that you are not going to get it wrong from time to time. God knows that I do. God knows that I have. But something that I often say to clients in group programs, all of it, is, you know, your truth is your truth. Your experience is your experience. And truly, nobody can take those things away from you, right? Because if I am sitting there saying that this way of doing business or this way of eating has worked beautifully for me and it has gotten me these results, so on and so forth, you don't have to agree with me. In fact, you can really be against that way of marketing or that way of eating. But that doesn't change what is my truth. It doesn't change what is my experience, right? And so, especially when it comes to business, I feel like I've been really clear and really certain and really good about a lot of this for a long time. There was a period, especially in 2018, where I really got rocked in terms of just believing that other people's ways were right, or I felt really like kind of influenced by the ways that other people were doing things. And I kind of made myself wrong for certain strategies, whatever it was. And I really kind of, um, that kind of, I really created a lot of struggle for myself that year because of kind of second guessing myself and assuming other people were more right than I was. But really after like late 2018, I really kind of got my sense of certainty back. And luckily for the most part, it hasn't really left. Where I have struggled with this is in two different areas. Number one, with my feelings and emotions. And number two is with what I ultimately know to be true. And so I wanted to share those things with you because hopefully it gives you some sense of peace and rightness, right, uh, within yourself. And so the first part of that is feelings and emotions. Um, I don't remember if I said this on the podcast already, so forgive me if I did, but even if I did, I think it's worth repeating. I remember it was almost a year ago at this point, and I was having a conversation with my coach, Carrie, and I was really struggling with some things in terms of my uh, like family dynamics and a way in which I was feeling based on like a situation with my mother and I was trying to essentially put it in a box, right? I was trying to kind of like diagnose, if you will, what was actually going on here. Like this is the name for it, or, you know, this is the condition for it. And I was trying so hard to kind of, again, diagnose it or be able to put my finger on what exactly was going on in terms of the dynamic. And Carrie was really pushing me on this in the sense of like, why do we have to give it a name? why can't we just let your feelings be right, right? Because especially I feel like in childhood, I have never been able to easily access how I feel or like 
I don't know, like I wasn't a kid and I wasn't an adult with big feelings, right? I numbed a lot of feelings, right? Instead of being angry or instead of being sad, right? I really kind of made those emotions, those feelings wrong. And I really tried to like stuff them away and try to hide them and put the, you know, a bandaid over it, right? Through many different ways, whether it was just saying, oh, it wasn't that big of a deal. Or again, through things like food, alcohol, whatever. I really tried for a long time to, again, bury those feelings. And so number one, facing those feelings, facing those emotions is still a fairly new um, thing for me, right? Like being able to access now that like, oh, I'm sad and it's okay that I'm sad and kind of observe the emotions or observe the feelings that I have is again, a very new thing for me, it still feels like. But the really important part of that and, and the part that I want to share with you today is that regardless, right, of how somebody else reacts to you, like regardless of if somebody is mad at you for being mad, if somebody is mad at you for being sad, or you feel as though they're making you wrong for the way that you feel in any given moment, I think it's very natural or, or normal for a lot of us specifically as women to kind of adjust to the feelings in the room. You know, I remember I remember things with my ex, for example, like, and, and this stems from like younger days as well. But like, I remember if he was in a bad mood, you know, I felt like I had to make it right or I had done something wrong. And to be clear, it wasn't as though he was, you know, like unkind to me in those moments. But like, if it was like a moment where I could tell that he was tense or, or whatever it was, it would tense me up so much. And all of a sudden I felt like either I had done something wrong or I have to make this right in this moment. Right. And really allowing myself to see that like, actually it's okay that like, I'm not okay with like, the feelings and, and the dynamic here. This moment is making me feel sad or this moment is making me feel mad and honoring my feelings and not allowing anybody to make me wrong for maybe expressing myself, right? It, it feels like, again, it's still a new, a new thing for me to be able to say, it doesn't matter how somebody else reacts. It doesn't matter how somebody else is feeling in this moment. I feel how I feel and I don't need to, again, diagnose what's going on here to make myself right. I'm right because I'm right. My feelings are my feelings because they're my feelings and it's that simple. And I think for so many, again, especially as women, I feel like, you know, we hear things about being overly emotional or, or whatever it is. And so I think that us, again, being angry, being sad, all of those things are things that we have not allowed ourselves in many situations to be right for, right? And so I wanted to just remind you here that whether somebody meant to hurt your feelings or not, whatever, you, you're allowed to have your feelings hurt, right? And you're allowed to express that your feelings are hurt and you are right for feeling hurt in that moment. And you don't have to, again, rationalize or allow somebody else to make you feel wrong, right? Like you are right, period. The second part of it is I want to remind you that you know what you want, right? 
you know, you probably have known for a long time what you want. I find that so many of us, and I know that this is true for me, the more I get to know myself and the more I kind of shed layers of, you know, false truths, like stories, whatever, the more I kind of lean into this thing that like, oh, like everything I want now is actually what I wanted when I was a child, right? Like when I wasn't afraid to own my desires, when I wasn't, you know, afraid to hear other people's like negative negativity, whatever, when I like reflect on those moments where I was carefree, whatever, like that's who I ultimately want to be now. Right. And so my point being is like you probably as a child in many ways knew what you want now, right? You got buried under stories and buried under experiences that made you feel as though you couldn't honor it all. But actually you can probably return to a lot of those childlike things and realize that, Again, you always knew who you wanted to be. You always knew what you ultimately wanted out of life. You always knew what was important to you or what was fun to you, right? And so I think so often we might know like that something is meant for us. Like maybe we're just saying like, you know, you were meant to be wealthy, right? And we spend so much time seeking validation or somebody else to like approve essentially that like what our ultimate deep down desires are, are actually correct. And I was having a conversation with somebody this week and I was talking about how, um, I feel as though I'm an expert in my head in a certain area of life and certain area of like men and dating. And I was like, I feel like I'm intellectually like the most brilliant person in the world when it comes to this stuff. I was like, but I haven't acted on any of it. <laughs> like, right. But like, I, I know all the information, but I haven't actually gotten the experience. And I caught myself kind of feeling as though, oh, but like I have to take the actions and I have to get the practice, if you will, to prove to myself that I know that I'm right. And this person was like, but like, you know, you're right. So like, why can't we just decide you're right now? And we don't need the validation or the experience or the action to prove that. And like, why can't you simply hold on to what you know is true? And that was such a powerful moment for me because it felt like if like I were to visually explain it to you or, or write it for you, it's kind of like me just like jumping. <laughs> okay, I'm going to use this example. Do you remember uh, Super Mario Brothers? My friend Meg will appreciate this because I, I literally have like a regular, normal, like old school Nintendo and it's our favorite thing. We always played in college. And so if we're thinking about, I think it's the first Mario Brothers, but if we're thinking about like how you can go through the one board, like there's a couple different boards, whatever, that look like this, but like you're going through the board and you can go through it like from point A to point Z, right? To jump onto the flag and go down and it makes that sound. Or there's some boards where you can punch through the bricks up at the top and then just like run across the top bricks and like basically bypass all of the bullshit underneath all the um, helmet dudes and the, you know, things coming out of the sewers, whatever, the, the flowers that can like kill you coming out of the, the sewers. But so that's kind of how I envision it, right? You can, if you want to go through all the dangerous stuff and you can get the experience and all of that kind of stuff, or you can just like speed your way essentially to confidence by just fucking knowing 
what you know to be true in the first place. And we don't need to go through all the obstacles to prove that you're right. We don't need to go through all those obstacles to actually get the flag at the end. I love that I'm making this analogy right now because this was not planned, but I love that this is the way that I went with it because it really is, um, it really is accurate in my mind with the way that I literally visualize it. And so again, I just want you to like embrace here that like what you know, deep down to be true gets to be your truth. And you don't need validation or like confirmation from anybody else other than what's inside of you to know it and embrace it and to believe it as fact. Um, one of the things that I've been doing lately, and I, it sounds kind of cheesy, but I kind of, certain practices, like just like with Wealth Week, when I can kind of like give it a title or I can kind of give it like, have like a spin to it, it feels more fun for me and it feels more like something I'm going to do on a more like regular basis. And so in the mornings lately, I've been journaling for like 20 minutes uh, and it's like truth for 20 minutes, like 20 minutes of truth, however you want to call that. And it's this thing in my mind that like, just like stands out, if you will, in terms of like a container for, for the practice that I'm implementing, which is a very masculine kind of way of thinking, which is typically my way of thinking when it comes to a lot of things. But my point is, is like, I can sit there and I can set the timer for 20 minutes on my phone and just write out, just, just like really dedicate those 20 minutes. And sometimes I'll do it for longer, but I want to make it a practice to do at least 20 minutes where I'm just sitting there writing what I know to be true about myself, right? Like what I'm meant for, what I desire and what I get to have, so on and so forth. And so I think that could be a really powerful exercise for you as well. If you are struggling to believe in your dreams, whether that is, you know, the business that you're going to build, the relationship you're going to have, the body you want to have, like, I really think it applies to all things, but you know, again, what is true. And to go back to that first part, you know what your feelings are. You know what makes you feel good. You know what doesn't make you feel good. You know what frustrates you, upsets you, right? You know, deep down, you've always known. And I just wanted this episode to be a means of giving you permission to honor all of it. Again, without the validation from either somebody else or the validation of, again, diagnosing it, like I said, um, you don't need any of those things. You just get to trust and rely on what is true and inside of you. And just like with so much of this work, sometimes it can be that simple. It's not always that simple, but sometimes it can be when we allow it to be that simple. And I want you to, as much as possible, allow it to be that simple. Okay. I'll talk to you in the next episode.